Is there constant noise from the television or your devices? Is your home full of angry, bitter words and strife? Do you have emotional leaks glaring at you? You know those undone tasks I'm talking about, even something like an unmade bed? And you glance at these things daily and you always think, oh, I should really take care of that. It might be a cluttered drawer or dirty dishes in the sink. Do you need to get the trash out or do you have dirty laundry lying around? Are there so many antiseptics and disinfectants floating around through the air that your home smells like a hospital? Is your house piled up with items that may cause tripping hazards? Let me tell you, you should have seen our garage when we first moved into this house a few months ago. To say that there was no place to stick your foot and walk is no exaggeration. I'm dead serious. It was like, I, I, you know, I'm trying to think, I, I don't even have any way to compare it. It was like walking into some antique peddler's mall, somebody's attic, somebody's where you can, you have to keep your elbows into your body and your hands in front of you, because if you move left or right, you're going to knock something over. That's the way it was. It was insanely, ridiculously piled high with boxes and stuff and tools. And where are, where's the hammer? And, oh, it was just a mess. Well, how about your teenager or toddler's room? You'll say, yeah, that was just like that. <laughs> Maybe it, it's just got to be an M-E-S-S, -S, right? And we could also talk about dust and allergens. What's the state of your filtration system and your duct work for your HVAC? How's all that looking inside? Here's another slant. Is there nothing but junk food all around your house? Are your cupboards and fridge filled with processed and fast food-like products? Mm-hmm. Well, now, making your house a home is the topic of today's episode. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast. I am delighted you're here. On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. One of the best compliments that my husband Jim has ever given me is when he said, Victoria, I want this home that we have here together to be like your Midway home. He said something like that, or it's starting to feel like your home in Midway. And what he meant by that was that in Midway, when that little home that I had, when you walked in, you felt the peace, you felt the light, you felt the openness, the orderliness. There was something, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm least of all a decorator. You've got to know that about me, but I do, I am aware of my senses. I am aware of the aura or the sense, uh, the sense and the feelings that you get when you walk into my home. And I've made it a pursuit to really make my home inviting and a place of tranquility. And so when he gave me, when he said that, it was as if he offered me a golden egg on a platter because it was such a sweet thing to say. And it was something that he recognized in my house in Midway. And he wanted to also have in our home together here in Lexington. And so I want to share with you some of the tips and tricks that I've learned along the way to change your house. It's not just a house, but to make it into a real home. I started this episode with some of the notions that are quite contrary to making your house a home. And listen, this isn't all about 
cleanliness even or orderliness, although I think those are important components. It's not like you have to be perfect and have this perfect kept up house. You know, I used to be that person who, no, I can't invite anybody over because my house is not clean or I don't have things just right. We'd be going on vacation and I'd be the one vacuuming before we left because I, why? I wanted to come home to a clean house. All that's well and good, but of course we can drive anything into the ground and it becomes useless, right? So what I'm really saying here is that there are extremities to these things. It's not, this episode is not a call to be perfect in your home and to have this, you know, your home so neat and you can have the cleanest, most minimalistic home, but it can be absolutely absent of God's presence. His presence may not be there at all. And you may not sense that. And so I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about little teeny micro changes that you might be able to make in your home today that will help move you toward having the kind of home that you want to come home to every single day. And so I have a few more questions. Is your house filled with good things? good things. And I'm not talking about tangible items. Is your house a house of peace and tranquility? Does the atmosphere in your home appeal to all five senses? Is there an air of hopeful expectancy and renewal inside the walls of your home? Is your house full of light, life, love, laughter, freedom, and forgiveness? Believe me, you can tell. I'm sure you've gone into some people's houses and you're like, ooh, what's in here, right? There's, It's not it's not light and life and love and laughter and freedom and forgiveness, but it's everything opposite of that. And it's kind of a, a dark place to be. Do your family and other guests come to your house and feel satisfied? And I mean, satisfied down into the deepest part of their souls. Remember that song? I can't get no satisfaction. Well, opposite of that, is that, that is the song, right? I'm thinking now am I quoting the wrong song? It just occurred to me as I was saying, satisfaction. Are you satisfied? And we can look at what that particular word means in the Bible from this Psalm 65 that I'm going to read here in a second, because that's why this, epi this episode is based on one verse. It's verse four that says, blessed are those you choose and bring near to live in your courts. We are filled with the good things of your house, of your holy temple. And of course, good things, we are filled with the good things. And that kind of filling is to be satisfied, to be sated, to be fulfilled. And to it, it's it's such satisfaction. You have your fill of, you have your desire satisfied. It can even mean an excess, right? This such deep satisfaction when people come into your home. And so of God's temple of his house, it's said of the which would be like the church for us, it's filled with good things. And and when you go there, you find such satisfaction to the deepest part of your, of your very soul. And you okay, Victoria, you're going a little overboard here. Maybe so, but it's just a question for you is do your family and friends, when they come, do they feel satisfied and do they leave wanting only to come back? Isn't that the kind of house you want? The kind of home that you want? Well, I do. And we're going to get right into the psalm today. But catch me on the other side as I'll offer you practical ways to make your house a home based on all five senses. That's how we're going to come at this. Your home is going to be a refuge and a beacon of light and God's love. Walking through the front door is what you're going to want to do every single day. You'll see. And I don't want you to miss the free downloadable that goes with this episode. Because no worries, you don't have to jot down all the notes 
notes as you listen, because I'm going to give you a lot of tips. And I know you might be walking around, getting your steps in or doing laundry or driving, but all you need to do is click on the link in the show notes or the description, and you can snag your copy, this free downloadable to help you take just a few steps today in the right direction. Now, a little bit on the background of Psalm 65. It was penned by David probably toward the end of his life. I really love this song because it's laced with such positively charged words like these. Praise, fulfillment, forgave, like forgiveness, blessed, filled, good things, awesome, righteous deeds, savior, hope, power, strength, all wonders, songs of joy, care, abundance, bounty, and overflowing. Do you feel that in the words? Our words are so powerful and this psalm is so beautifully written. Charles Spurgeon puts it all in a nutshell as he's talking about Psalm 65. He says this, quote, the design of this psalm seems to be to declare the great and glorious work of divine providence, both towards his church and the land of his people and towards the rest of mankind. David praises God for spiritual blessings as hearing prayer and purging away sin and for the blessedness of those that dwell in his courts and also for temporal blessings as governing the world and the abundance of all worldly enjoyments. So we're going to have fun on today's episode. Let's listen to this beautiful psalm and then meet me on the other side and we're going to make some practical applications to help you make your house a home starting today. Psalm 65, the NIV version. Praise awaits you, our God, in Zion. To you our vows will be fulfilled. You who answer prayer, to you all people will come. When we were overwhelmed by sins, you forgave our transgressions. Blessed are those you choose and bring near to live in your courts. We are filled with the good things of your house, of your holy temple. You answer us with awesome and righteous deeds, God our Savior, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas, who formed the mountains by your power, having armed yourself with strength who stilled the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, and the turmoil of the nations. The whole earth is filled with awe at your wonders. Where morning dawns, where evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. You care for the land and water it. You enrich it abundantly. The streams of God are filled with water to provide the people with grain, for so you have ordained it. You drench its furrows and level its ridges. You soften it with showers and bless its crops. You crown the year with your bounty and your carts overflow with abundance. The grasslands of the wilderness overflow. The hills are clothed with gladness. The meadows are covered with flocks and the valleys are mantled with grain. They shout for joy and sing. And this is the word of the Lord. Let's choose to think when it comes to making your house your home. We're going to use the five senses to do a quick checkup to see if there are any areas where you need to pay more attention. But I want to challenge you as we go. In what area would you like to improve? Which of these five senses is in pretty bad shape in your home? First one up, hearing. Pause for just a moment and listen to the sounds in your home. 
What do you hear? I hear one of the dogs chomping on his kibble. I hear a truck rumbling down the road outside, and I hear the gentle background praise and worship music filling all the other spaces. I, I really just kind of hear peace in my home. Sometimes I hear silence. Did you know that science tells us that silence may offer a host of health benefits, not to mention a greater sense of ease and peace? Too often we are overrun with noise in our environments. Try today to turn everything off. Just unplug and allow the silence to fill the spaces of your room and mind. Allow your brain to be creative during those moments and simply imagine or dream. This is so good for you. You can also fill fill the air with praise and worship music, or you can fill it with verbal praise to your creator. Think about that. You, when you speak, you hear, right? So speaking out to God, pray to him and praise him for the many blessings he has bestowed upon you. Allow this type of song to penetrate your listening ears and then allow the hush to consume you as you wait for God to answer you. You can open your windows and allow the sounds of nature to create a sense of peace and calm in your home. Listen to the birds chirping in the morning or the crickets playing their music at night. As to the words you speak, mark them well. Family life can be so chaotic and hectic. Believe me, I know. But use your words to add to to the calm and peace that are needed to help your loved ones stay on track. Can you avoid grumbling and complaining, screaming and yelling? Keep your tone down? These are not these are not the qualities that God wants you to demonstrate if you're screaming and yelling and complaining and bickering and grumbling. Reverse that. Do you hear what I hear? <laughs> oh my gosh. I've got Rico's yippity yap and then Smokey's really deep, deep, deep bark as well. Oh, they're such watchdogs for me. But anyway, um, what do you hear in your home? Change the tone today. Now, number two, sight. Take a moment to look around your home. Is it full of light? Is it decluttered? Is it orderly? Do the colors blend and set the tone? Are there living things around like plants? And maybe, yeah, a a tiny five pound morky or a humongo, what is Smokey? He's a golden doodle, I think. (laughs) And so what, what do you see? Do some of your walls have nothing on them to allow your eyes to rest? I didn't even know that your eyes needed to rest, but if you walk in and there's something on every single wall and it's busy, 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 that can be oppressive to your spirit. It can kind of bring you down. So make sure that some of your walls are completely open with nothing on them to allow your eyes and your spirit to rest a little bit. What about adding a fresh bouquet of flowers on your table or even a single flower or two in a simple glass vase? These visuals really do bring a sense of lovely into your environment. As to the lighting, why don't you clean the windows and open the blinds or the curtains, allowing the natural sunlight to flood your space. Now, check your light bulbs to make sure they are the perfect color for the ambience that you hope to create in different areas of your home. For example, powder rooms or half baths are generally dimmer than your full bathrooms might be because the guests aren't showering or applying makeup, shaving, and all of that in a powder room. They just need to use the toilet and wash their hands so the lighting can be really cozy there. 
Perhaps you want brighter space for your work area or office. So you want the white lights there. Oh, and be sure to dim your screens after 7 or 8 p.m. to allow your body to begin the melatonin production process and help you get a bit sleepy. Why don't you try wall art to encourage the heart and mind? I collect scripture wall hangings. So in every room of my home, you're going to read a Bible verse that will touch your heart and your mind. And, and I know something that you're probably thinking in terms of sight and you're saying, okay, Victoria, I have toddlers and I have teenagers, so forget it. But maybe you can get creative about ways to get those toddlers to help you keep things orderly and tidy you know, after playtime that you can make up games for picking up. You can reward them when they bring their dishes to the kitchen, things like that. Meet with your teenager and create a non-negotiable list of do's and don'ts. You may say that food in the bedroom is a definite no, but let them do what they want with all the clothes. They can be dirty, clean, folded, thrown all over the place, etc. Completely up to them. Anyway, you choose what you want to do. Where are your thresholds for orderliness and cleanliness as you're trying to convey that to your teenager? Why don't you try this? Grab three boxes and label each one with keep, toss, donate. Then tackle one room at a time or even an area of a room and decide quickly what you want to do with all your things. You know, are you going to keep it? Okay, it goes here. You're going to toss it? Then, yeah, get rid of it. It's worn worn out, non-functional, not worth keeping. So toss it or donate it. And then what do you know? And within a few hours, suddenly that room looks a whole lot different. All right. That's a quickie that you can do and, and do it systematically. Just take one room or area at a time. If, if you have a bit of extra cash, buy organizational items like shelves, bins, and drawer containers. Give every item a place. Believe me, this will save tons of tons of time later. I mean, who wants to spend 30 minutes looking for a pair of scissors? Okay, encourage yourself that you don't have to declutter everything at once. Start with one place at a time. Your brain and mind will thank you for decluttering. Matter of fact, here are a few of the benefits for decluttering from an article I read in WebMD. It says that decluttering decreases the, the hormone, the stress hormone cortisol. It can pr promote productivity and improvements in mental and physical health, like better focus, higher self-esteem. It can improve your relationships and lower the risk of asthma and allergies. It improves your lifestyle and well-being. It's much easier to prepare healthy meals in an orderly kitchen. And most people sleep better in a neat room with a tidy bed. Okay. Now, speaking, continuing with sight, can you see the sunrise and sunset in your home? or any bit of nature. Maybe it's a few trees or flowers in the yard or even some potted plants on the terrace if you live in an apartment or your balcony. If you lack windows in your favorite area of the house, did you know that there are framed pictures that mimic the outdoors? They actually look like a window and reflect the outdoor weather in your area. It's bizarre. Like if you have an office with no window, you might want to invest in one of those because it changes your mood. Or you can try one of those photo slideshows. You know, you can get those. It's like a picture album, but it's digital. And, and you can put up the photos of your last vacation, maybe to the oceans or the mountains. You know, you bring nature inside your home. And then when you walk by, your brain will register the peacefulness of that type of scenery. Now, I'm going to put the links to some of these pro types of products that, that I'm mentioning here in the show notes to help you just in case you're interested. Moving on to smell. What do you smell right this minute? You know, are there any 
sweet aromas floating around? Did you know that the smells impact your moods and mindsets? Try opening the windows again and letting the fresh air flow through your house. Use air purifiers to reduce contaminants and toxins in the air that you're breathing. Make sure your cleansers are non-toxic. Use low soot, eco-friendly and sustainable candles or diffusals chock full of natural essential oils. Aromatherapy has been around quite a while and it's big business for reasons because smells matter. Now I'm going to let you do some of the research there, but let me tell you what I found out. The particular scents tend to do for your mood and you can, you can, you can find this all over the place if you just look it up. Some of these I already know, you already know, like lemon. Lemon increases energy and your ability to concentrate. It may even boost your confidence. Orange relaxes, brings positivity and calm. So go ahead and eat the orange that's oh so good for you. And then put the peel in a bit of boiling water. I love doing this. Sometimes I add cloves and cinnamon to the mix. It's an instant diffuser, sending powerful scents throughout your home. Peppermint. Did you know it improves concentration, decreases anxiety, relieves sadness? Yeah, I said sadness. Maybe because it reminds us of Christmas as a kid or something like that. And do you have a long drive ahead? Are you on the road? Try chomping on peppermint candy or sniff a bit of the oil. It'll help you stay awake and concentrate. Coffee boosts your brain power, even just the smell of it. Lavender. Okay, what do you think of when I say lavender? You think of sleep, right? Yes, it slows the heart rate and calms you down. Many people put a little bit, just dot it on their pillowcases for a good night's rest. Rosemary improves memory functions, reducing stress and tension. It helps you fight mental fatigue, boosts mental activity, encourages clarity, improves alertness, and improves your general mood. Yeah, I'm going to go get some rosemary today and just put a little dish of it here by my desk where I'm working and just maybe put some between my fingers and smell it because it's going to impact me so positively. Isn't nature great? Isn't God good that he provides all these things for us? Now, the next couple are, I know my favorites, cinnamon. Cinnamon reduces drowsiness and irritability. You can make a few sachets on your own and just stick them around the house, put them in drawers, dangle them from doorknobs. Everybody loves the, the fragrance of cinnamon. Apple is a close second for me and makes a good combo with cinnamon. It's been shown to improve migraines, reducing general anxiety and stress. Um, apple pie, anyone? <laughs> you know, I've made this apple crisp amazing recipe the last two Friday family fun nights. My husband Jim loves apple crisp and it is so good with, with, um, ice cream or we use frozen vanilla yogurt, but oh my goodness, it's so yummy and big chock full of big apples. A couple of weeks ago, I made one nine by 11 and I had to dish out so little to everybody because it's so many people. And then the next one, I doubled them up. We cleared those out. It is just so good. So apples, you know, when my kid, the kids come in, they're like, mm, apple pie. It's just such a, a, a great way to welcome people into your home. And then finally, another scent is jasmine. It's going to lift you up, help you to be more optimistic, confident, and energetic. And, you know, kind of like the apple pie, you can always bake bread or cookies. You're going to sell your house. Make sure you bake cookies right before you do, because people come in and they're like, oh my goodness, they're overrun with the sensation of goodness and hominess and they want to eat, chomp into a cookie. There's nothing quite like that smell. I think it's a sales tactic, actually. And then you can use potpourri and diffusers 
freely for fresh scents everywhere in your house. Now, let's move on to touch. Is your furniture arranged in an inviting way that promotes intimate conversation? Do you use fluffy throws, afghans, and colorful pillows to create that cozy, warm feel? I have a leather sofa and love seat, so we gotta have something there to warm things up in the winter. And so I put a nice, a big fluffy throw there just to make it all more inviting. How do things feel around your home to the touch? Do you got anything grimy or sticky going on? Well, try a bit of apple cider vinegar to cut that grime and safely clean. For some reason, this house gets dusty and dirty fast. And I gotta fight the dust. We're thinking about having the HVAC duct work clean to see if that will help a bit with all that dust. And you know what? Another thing is to change your filters often. Make a point of that. I always change twice a year. Some people do four times a month, but it's so easy for me to do in the fall before we turn on the furnace and in the spring before we turn on the AC. It's easy to remember that way. You know, this cuts back on dust, but it also helps with the air quality as well. What types of sheets and bath towels do you enjoy? Is it time for a new set? Sometimes we just keep on using the same o same o, but maybe it's time for something fresh. What are your beauty products that you're slathering all over your body? Do you keep those as natural as possible? Oh, and do you have a critter to hug on like Rico the Morky or Smokey the golden doodle. One of the best things about Rico is that he's an amazing lap dog. My blood pressure goes way down just by petting him and those feel good hormones are released through my body. He's so soft and warm and pleasant. Now we won't talk about his yippy bark you heard a moment ago and how that pierces my ears sometimes. And then finally, let's move to taste. Delicious. Do you provide delicious, healthy meals, a spread of whole non-processed foods, fruits and veggies? Now, I'm going to tell you that I have a shell run drawer for indulgences. And you're saying, what on earth is a shell run drawer? Well, do you know that shell gas station? Okay. So in Midway, all those years during Friday Family Fun Night, there was a shell gas station there that was open, I think, 24-7 or maybe until 11 p.m. I don't know. And that's where my kids would go after we'd already eaten dinner and they would go get big sodas there and all their junk food to their heart's desire because I didn't have it very much in the house. But one day it occurred to me, I thought, you know what? I'm going to have a shell drawer for them so that they don't have to run all the way over to the gas station while we're getting ready to play games or whatever. And, but it was fun for them. They would pile in a car and they would all go over there. Sometimes they had to take two cars and, you know, it was just something fun for them and didn't mind it. And usually I would be cleaning the dishes or the kitchen as they were doing that. And then when they got back, we would start our games. But now I have a shell run drawer, a shell drawer. And so I put in there things that don't tempt me, by the way. And believe it or not, they love Reese sticks and I buy them by the case and keep in that drawer. Reese sticks. I don't know why they love those, but they do. So I save them a bit of pocket change and make sure that we're stocked up on Reese sticks so they can just go to the shell drawer and get one of their Reese sticks. And then I put other things in there that don't tempt me like gummies and sour stuff. And, you know, I'm not going to put chocolate in there because I would probably be so tempted because, you know, as far as good, healthy eating habits, I want to create friction between myself and those foods that I, that aren't so good to me, but I really, really love. So I try to indulge occasionally like apple pie and my chocolate occasionally, but otherwise I, I tend to make 
you know, good choices for my brain. And I try to, it's a, I know it's a struggle. It's a struggle for all of us, but I want to be strong and healthy, fit and fabulous as a Nana. So I'm quite highly motivated in that area to get good exercise and to make sure I'm making healthy choices for my food. But anyway, I do place fruit and veggie bowls out to stimulate not only taste, taste buds, but also the sight of this bounteous, fresh, fresh produce. You know, another thing I put out are little cuties, those sweet oranges, you know, just a pretty little bowl of those out. I'm quick. I'm, I'm likely to grab a couple of those and munch on them as a snack. So I make less friction between those healthy snacks and I have them everywhere so that it's easy for me to just grab and go. Now, are you drinking plenty of clean, clear water daily to help your body maximize its potential? Okay, so there you have it. We've covered all five senses and that's quite a few ideas. Remember, you can get the entire list and more absolutely free to this, just for Choose to Think Inspirational podcast listeners by clicking on the download link in the show notes for that document that you can print and have as a little checklist and reminder list for you of how to make your house a home. But does all this really work? And I'd like to say it makes an awesome start. And I don't want you to feel overwhelmed by the sheer quantity of ideas that I've provided here. I, I don't do them all. I'm working my way into the toxins I use in detergents and my makeup and my body care and all of that. So I'm still a work in progress, just like you are, but it doesn't mean we can't start somewhere. But there's also one more element that you might want to think about, and that is spiritual toxins in your home. Is there any single item in your home that's not godly? Is there anything in your home that you think Jesus might object to? After I was first saved, I remember going through both my wardrobe and all my videos and CDs and my books to do a quick cleaning there. Now, not that I'm saying there's a demon under every bush, but I just wanted to give myself the very best shot at not unwittingly inviting, quote, demons into my sanctuary on my turf. And, you know, I'm going to pray for you. For, I'm going to show you what I pray, actually. I'm going to share with you my personalized prayer that I pray a lot over my home in just a moment. And I'm going to include this prayer also in the free downloadable. I'm saying all this to say, examine what it is in your home. If anything pricks your spirit in any way, you might want to ditch that item. You might want to put it in a box for a while and, and then decide, hmm, I don't really need that. So I'm going to get rid of it. You don't even have to go back through the contents. But I'm, I want to be mindful of those items that I have in my home, especially as my children and my grandchildren are gazing upon those things when they come into my home. If you haven't already and you listen to this show on Apple Podcasts, would you mind writing a one to two sentence, sentence review about this podcast? Or would you share this link with a friend? You know, friend to friend recommendations is the best way to help us grow. And we really want you to partner with us as we spread the good news of Christ to 21st century Christian women, just like you. Also, if you haven't laid hand on the Choose to Think devotional, now is the time. You know, the holidays are coming. You could pick up a book for you and a friend to do next year, or you could give us a gift if you already have one. And if you have purchased, would you mind logging into Amazon and writing a quick review of the book there and lighting up those five stars while you're at it. You have no idea how much reviews help my ministry to gain traction. I need you so much in this area. I'll be the first to see your review. And finally, are you in need of personal life coaching, like a forward focus session to help you get over the blah humbugs or this flatline season of your life? I'm your gal. I've been there and I can help you get a fresh perspective on your life. We'll, we'll do a thought strategy session absolutely free, but hurry because 
because the spots, I can only do so many a month. So please visit choose to think.co for all the details. And that's with the number two.co choose to think.co. And now for the prayer. Father, I thank you for your presence in my life and home. I praise you for every good thing that I possess. Thank you for being my provider and the lifter of my head. Thank you for untold blessings, both tangible and non-tangible, in the lives of all my family members. Lord, my house is yours, whether it's my body as a temple for your Holy Spirit or the physical place that I reside. Father, they are yours. I pray that this home would be a beacon of rest for weary sojourners as they come through the doors. I thank you for allowing me to swing wide the gates of my home to invite others in. Thank you for giving me the energy and strength to keep a clean and tidy home, for preparing delicious, wholesome meals, and for creating an atmosphere that is safe and cozy and pure. Thank you for allowing me to host us to those in need or to those who need something soft and silent in their lives. May this home be a refuge. Put a hedge of protection around this house and, and every demon or wicked spirit that wants to enter trembles and, and flees at the threshold and even at the property line. When people walk by this home or enter in, may they sense something different here, a freshness, a light that appeals to their very soul, the deepest recesses of their soul. Fill these walls with love, laughter, freedom, forgiveness, unity, and the light of your presence. May these walls rock with words of praise, positivity and adoration for you help my home be an anchor in this neighborhood of your timeless truth imprint on the walls of this home your scriptural truths may it ring in the hallways may your peace abound and overflow here when someone leaves this home may they long to return Father, make every sense from sight to taste come alive here and bring you and you alone all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.